Remarkable accomplishments are happening every day on the Colorado Mesa University and Western Colorado Community College campuses. From faculty instruction and research to student projects and community involvement. CMU Now is a monthly segment on the KAFM Community Affairs Hour where we interview faculty, staff, athletic coaches, and students to keep you up to date on all things CMU and WCCC. I'm Caitlin Birdsall, along with my co-host, Kelsey Coleman, and we'll have a couple of guests on the show today, and our first guests are CMU Director of Alumni Relations, Jared Meyer, and Alumni Association Board President, Phil Paya. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Welcome. Thanks for having us. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for joining us. So, Phil, I'd like to start with you today. Um, So, you have a full-time job. You serve on our city council, um, and you're also a volunteer and serving as the president of our Alumni Association Board. And so I assume you were a fairly busy guy, and I'm curious, what made you want to get involved with CMU, and maybe more specifically the Alumni Association Board? Yeah, there's actually three other boards as well, 33 years with Central Distributing, so it all adds up. But I love busy. It's, I thrive for it. I live for it. Um, it gives me purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I came to school here my freshman year, uh, coming from Hawaii, the different culture, all of that was kind of shell-shocked me, so... But luckily, I had some good football coaches who mentored me. And uh, coming from the Hawaiian culture, it's always about giving back, you know. So I finally had a point in my career where I can give back and reach out. And those coaches meant a lot to me. And a lot of what I learned in my career right now, I can look back at. I was taught to me by those mentors. So it's just my way of giving back. And I've always felt I, I, the need to. And I'm at a point in my life, despite as busy as I am, I have the time to do it. So. What made you stay in and fall in love with the area? Well, being born and raised on an island, I always wanted to come and see snow. And I always wanted to see how people could live there and work and thrive there, you know. So once I came here, I loved the outdoors. And it's kind of hard because now when I go back home, I feel kind of like the islands grow in on me. You know, here you got wide open spaces. So, yeah. and I enjoy the, I just enjoy Western Colorado, the hunting, the fishing, the outdoor life. All of it, yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. And, and Jared, I'm sure we have a, a number of alumni listening right now. How how can they get involved? What kind of um, volunteer opportunities are out there? Sure. Well, um, you know, the mantra of alumni work is, is everyone's welcome. And, um, yeah, we do have a growing alumni base. Um, but when it comes down to it, um, there's just so many ways that people can stay engaged with the campus. Um, of course, the easy ones are athletic events, performing arts, you know, and I say easy because they can just show up and have a good time. And, you know, that's the enrichment that CMU provides is that, um, you know, to this community, it, it's it's entertaining and we got great athletes and, and performers and that sort of thing. Um, but beyond that, it's, um, it's connecting with academic departments. You know, we need those people out in the industries that are doing really well to tie back into uh, curricular learning opportunities and practical learning opportunities for that matter. Um, and then even a little bit further is um, volunteer opportunities. I think that campus works because so many people contribute to it on a, on a daily basis. So whether that's somebody just volunteering to help at an event, whether it's um, a community type event where we're representing the alumni association and people are talking about, you know, peer to peer, how the alumni network can help each other, whether it's, you know, hiring uh, career opportunities or, um, you know, just, just kind of that, that pride and that nostalgia that goes into being an alumni. There's a lot to be said about, about representing, you know, CMU and having that pride. And I think collectively we're powerful when we all believe in that more and we, and we represent that more. Um, so tons and tons of ways to get involved is the short answer. And we'd love to tell people more and try to find their fits and, and help them match that up. Um, so we'd welcome them to contact us in the alumni association and we'd be glad to do that. 
So you are listening to CMU Now on KAFM Community Affairs, and our first guest today, our Director of Alumni Relations, Jared Meyer, and Alumni Association Board President, Phil Payet. So Jared, I know it always kind of blows my mind as a CMU alumni that we now have over 40,000 alumni, and that spans across all 50 states and multiple countries. So, you know, going from when I was here in Ose Mesa State College to now Colorado Mesa University and just seeing our alumni base grow. And, you know, I'm heavily involved with our Maverick Magazine, where we're featuring different alumni, and I get to hear about all of the really cool stories and things that our alumni are doing. And I'm always amazed at regardless of where people are at in their career paths, that we have alumni that are doing really amazing work out there. I was hoping maybe you could tell us a few a few stories or maybe a few notable alumni. Tell us a little bit about them. Definitely. I'd be glad to do that. But I do want to, um, Caitlin's modest because she's our editor of that magazine. And, <laughs> and we think it's a wonderful production, great way to, to highlight, you know, alumni far and wide that are doing great things. So Caitlin, you're doing a great job. Thank you for all you do with that. Thank you. But yeah, so in terms of alumni success and, and people that are out there in the world, I mean, if you think about it, we we're, were founded in 1925, but in 1976, we turned into a four-year institution. And so people that claim us with their bachelor degree, which is probably the most um, that, you know, are, are loyal to their university as our alma mater, if you will. A lot of those two-year students probably went on to get a bachelor's and master's elsewhere, but not to say they're not connected to us and proud of us. But I think in 1976 on, that's where people really feel like that we're their mainstay. You know, that's where they got the, the, the majority of their education. And so... Um, Looking at that, you know, we're kind of, if you age that out, you're, we're kind of in that maturation process where people are really emerging at the pinnacle of their careers, you know, d- dating 76 and on. And, and so it's a really exciting time. And when you consider the growth that we're experiencing, we didn't turn out a ton of graduates back then. But if you've, you know, every year from there, we've been growing and expanding that. So um, our graduating classes and those who really wear that CMU um, badge with, with pride are, are just going to keep emerging and growing in that sense. So I always like to look, I think, you know, globally and even nationally, um, you know, does CMU people make a mark out in the world? And, and the answer is absolutely yes. And mm-hmm. so some good examples of that um, on an international level would be like Don and Dion Stevens. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the founders of Mercy Ships. Um, they're just adding a new ship to their fleet. And they're literally going around the world and performing life-altering procedures. I mean, these are people that have probably the worst quality of life because of tumors and, um, you know, ablations and things on their body that are just so rare and unusual that... Um, that these folks who are volunteers, by the way, doctors, nurses, and medical professionals, and even people that run the ship, they're volunteering to serve on the ship, are taking these folks on and doing these life-altering procedures and then turning them back into their, in most cases, third-world environment that they're living in, but with a much more you know, physically accommodating kind of appearance and that sort of thing. Um, so amazing people, and they do this through um, fundraising and kind of a grassroots network that they've formed, um, which is just incredible. So I think they're operating at least two ships, maybe a third, if I'm not mistaken, and um, they're traveling the coasts and different parts of the world. And they're, by adding the third ship, I just read something that it's going to be tens of thousands of procedures done on that ship alone when it's all said and done because the life expectancy of that ship. So mm-hmm. just remarkable people and just the heart, the heart of gold. And grew up in Delta, Colorado. I think they're high school sweethearts. And they're both part of our Distinguished Alumni Award, which I'll talk a little bit more about. And um, you just look at somebody that has that, that gift and that, um, you know, they have the abilities and they put it together. And they're definitely making a huge mark out there. And I love getting to hear those stories because, you know, I think often maybe people, you know, we're in it every day. And so, you know, we're aware of it and we're, we know what's happening. But I think it's really important to share those stories of what our alumni are out there doing and the positivity that they're creating in the world and the amazing work that they're doing. It's true. And I think the breadth of that is so remarkable, too. It's, it's not just one industry. It's, it's mm-hmm. CMU offers a very broad education. So, I mean, you can see people going off in their tracks and sometimes it's what they're educated with and sometimes it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, but another good example would be like Chuck Hole. Mm-hmm. So Chuck Hole is kind of largely the godfather of 3D printing. I mean, one of the founders of the certain technology of 3D printing that 
um, has just has obviously affected every part of industry and even modern education today, which is mm-hmm. which is just so cool. And uh, Chuck is um, still active in the in the field. I mean, probably he could have rode off into the sunset years and years ago with with <laughs> you know where he ended up. But he's still the, the head of a company, and he's still kind of like got his brand and his signature out there, and he's doing it every day, which is really cool. Another is a younger guy, um, came out of Grand Junction High School and a local that always had that entrepreneurial spirit and got really involved in Young Life and said between Young Life and a good business education at CMU, he just realized he had a leadership potential that continued to just um, thrive. And he just realized that people reacted well to him and he could grow, you know, whatever it was that he was doing quite well. And people wanted to be a part of what he was doing. Um, His name is Matt Rissell. And so Matt Rissell went on to found... um, a, co- a company called T-Sheets, which was basically an electronic timesheet software that you could do anywhere. So as companies grew, you know, people could check in and check out of their timesheet electronically and make it much simpler to tie into payroll technology too. So they, they could pay them, you know, very seamlessly and it was all done kind of on the back end. So companies didn't have that burden. It was a, it was a subscription they could, they could tie into. Well, that um, grew and grew and grew and um, Matt eventually sold it to Intuit, which makes sense because that's your tax software that, you know, TurboTax and those kind of things work yep. together. And um, he did quite well, needless to say, with that sale. And he's still out there helping young businesses. He wants to be a consultant. He wants to help people, you know, get up and running and give them that inspiration when they feel like they've hit a wall or they feel like their ideas maybe weren't as good as what they could have been. Yeah, and he was on campus not too long ago and spoke, and I uh, was in attendance for it, and he was awesome. Like, I was jazzed up and ready to go, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to conquer the world after hearing Matt (laughs) speak. I mean, so I can tell that he definitely has that infectious kind of personality and yeah it definitely has an effect on people most certainly he's kind of that tony robbins kind mm-hmm. of like get up there big bold personality yep. and and just it's very believable but he's got that same thing he's got the charisma but he's also got the the wherewithal to make it happen so yeah very remarkable guy Good. um one one more i just want to mention on the the kind of global national level is sandeep misra and so sandeep has worked with microsoft for many years um and now recently he become kind of a a global strategist within microsoft so he's not necessarily within the main company he's now kind of on the periphery where they're trying to you know, realize new potential for Microsoft and, and, you know, direct some of the the momentum that they have and, you know, the technology opportunities that present themselves, Mm -hmm. which are so often, um, and just a remarkable guy. And, um, he just was, he got a national award not too, not too long ago. And he Mm -hmm. he credited some of his time at Mesa as being a young guy kind of trying to find his way. And he realized that, you know, you gotta, you gotta be hungry. You Mm -hmm. gotta stand out out of the pack. And he kind of credited that time during at Mesa when he, he felt like he was at a smaller school, but yet, he could um, get that attention and, and get the guidance that he needed from professors. Yeah. So. And, and, and Phil, I mean, they're talking about crazy accomplishments. Under your leadership, a lot has happened over the last year. And given that it was COVID, it's even that much more phenomenal what you did. Um, one example, homecoming in the spring, right? I mean, universities across the country just said, nope, no homecoming. But, you know, you and your team, you said, Oh, we're going to have a homecoming. We're going we're to make it happen. Yeah, we did pull that off. It was, it was very impressive. Um, but then again, it all boils down to the culture, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, after eight years and the pandemic didn't seem like we really did a lot because a lot of the fundraising and fundraising we do to, to produce funds that we can put into our endowment were taken away. So it kind of set us back a little bit. And that's when the idea of the One for All and All for Maps campaign came up. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, what can we do? We got to do something to try to get some funds into the, into the, uh, and that was, a, that was a success, right? I mean, that... yes, it was actually, but it, my idea was to teach freshmen where we have their undivided attention and a captive audience to give back. 
just that whole giving while we have them here and we can start that culture now. So that was a start. And then the, our board is so amazing, you know, and Jared, Jared came up with the name. I mean, Jeremy and some of the people that did the graphics design, it all just came together. And then, uh, actually the whole association just kind of pitched in and everybody, it was just a little, you know, our model was a little from a lot equals plenty, you know? So it was kind of like our 101 to philanthropy and the, it was very successful. Um, I think we ended up raising right about $27,000 uh, in which $10,000 went to 10 recipients of a $1,000 scholarship and the other 17 went into the endowment. So Incredible. it ended up really good. So yeah, I think it was a success. But again, it was just the culture and everybody that was there just participating and it was amazing. It was great for, to see everybody come together. Great. Well, you are listening to CMU Now on KFM Community Affairs, and our guests today are Director of Alumni Relations, Jared Meyer, and Alumni Association Board President, Phil Paya. All right, so we're already kind of getting towards the end of our time with you two. I know it always goes by so quickly for me, I'm sure for you guys too, and for our listeners. Um, so before we kind of let you go today, is there anything else that you would want our listeners to know about CMU, about the Alumni Association, about the work you've done before we let you go, I thought we'd give you an opportunity to, to tell us a little bit more about what's on your minds. The board is a very, it's well put together. There's a bunch of leaders. There's a bunch of busy people. One of the traits we look for on board members, uh, we got through our initiation. We've got a bunch of really energetic people. Mm-hmm. And just come join, come be part of it, you know. Just like me, a lot of you, you know, have a lot of the traits that you got from there being there either playing studying at cmu so come out and help help the culture help build it you know yeah i actually have a friend of mine kyle harriman who i know just recently i believe joined the alumni association board and he's really excited for it and and i think he'll be a great addition yeah and i would just add to that the the alumni chapters are a great way and i think sometimes go under the radar to some extent and alumni chapters can be geographically based or affinity based um, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so we have 10 currently, um, even here in the Valley, we have the Grand Valley Young Alumni Chapter. Um, in Denver, we have a really healthy chapter that puts on events like Mavs at the Rockies and Mavs at the Avs. And then our, um, our very more recent times here, we just launched an international chapter, which will be really fun. It's, nice. it's you know, trying to connect those folks that have international backgrounds and, you know, um, connections to that. Yeah. Um, but also your next guest here down in Montrose, we're working on launching that chapter again. So we're looking forward to partnering with him and that campus on those things. And Jared, um, you have an exciting thing happening this summer with alumni, right? For those listening, they can get together. It happens every year. Yes, thank you. Um, The annual meeting is always a fun way to come out and just kind of hear what's going on. So this year's annual meeting will kind of showcase President John Marshall taking taking over and hearing his vision and what he has planned for the university, which will be really um, insightful that way. But also, um, it's, it's a place to, to gather. You know, it's, it's, think of that like your family barbecue. Everyone gets together for a little business, but then we're going to go out in the quad and have a really nice barbecue to kind of, you know, just be together. It's, it's, it's a year coming off that um, we didn't get to do much of that. So now it's time to do that again. And I should also mention we're going to honor the, the 2021 who's who of young alumni. So those alumni that are under 40 years of age and are kind of trailblazing and doing really big things, we're going to honor for them also at that meeting. Great. Well, thank you both for taking the time out of your busy schedules to come on and chat with us and the KFM listeners about everything that's going on in the Alumni Association. Thank you guys for having us. All right. Well, don't go anywhere because after a short break, we'll be right back with the new Montrose Campus Director, Steve Metheny.
Welcome back to CMU Now, a monthly show where we talk about the remarkable work happening at Colorado Mesa University and Western Colorado Community College. We'd like to welcome our second guest today, Montrose Campus Director Steve Metheny. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's good to be down here. And thanks for making the drive over. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and you are new to the position, but you are not new to Montrose Campus or the community. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, what brought you to this point, your love for Montrose, all of that? Sure. Um, yeah, it's uh, people ask us, so how long have you been uh, at the, in your new job? Well, since May 1st, uh, but I've been affiliated with uh, CMU since 1990. I came to Montrose from New Mexico in 1981 uh, with my family to start in a small town. And um, immediately once I got here, um, I decided that I wanted to go on and extend my education. So I actually enrolled into a graduate program while I was here to get my master's degree in engineering. And that later became, it was the Montrose Higher Education Center, and then it later became Mesa College and then Mesa State College. And we all know the history now is that we actually have a branch campus down there um, called the Montrose Campus of Colorado Mesa University. And so I know before the show we were chatting and you were talking a lot about the connections and the importance of the Montrose community for the Montrose campus and kind of vice versa. Um, And I believe you even said that education elevates a community, which I think I wholeheartedly agree. And we've talked about all of the positive effects of workforce development um, and really working closely with the community. So I'm hoping you could talk to us about that relationship. And now that you're in this new role, maybe how you plan to continue to improve that relationship. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And I I really do think that's one of the the main thing that I really want to try to do is expand on what's already been done. Mm -hmm. So the people before me have done a great job of making sure that the Montrose campus meets the local needs, but it also is parallel and and consistent with what the main vision and mission of of, uh, CMU Grand Junction is. We're a little different, and we're a smaller town, obviously. The, The manufacturing that we have there, we have aerospace, we have a lot of agriculture. So we have a lot of needs um, that are a little bit unique maybe to Montrose County that are a little bit different than Mesa County and some parts of Delta County. So working with the community is really our main emphasis is to to determine what programs do you need us to have so that we can meet your needs of the employers, you know, as they they work along. Um, So we have a really great relationship with the city of Montrose and the Montrose uh, community through Bill Bell is the city manager and their city council um, have done a lot of great things from an infrastructure standpoint, but also in welcoming us as part of the downtown community, including closing a street that created a quad. And we all know how important that is on campuses where students have a place where they can just be. And it's actually the only downtown park that we have in Montrose. And so there are people there that'll come visit and have their lunches and they'll have a, you know, take a guitar out and, mm-hmm. and that. So it's a really nice feel uh, on the Montrose campus. And that's, you know, that through those partnerships is really where we've um, determined what it is that we need to do in the future. And then we also have a, uh, an advisory council that's made up of a lot of folks at the economic development, Region 10, you know, like I said, the city and the county and some of the local manufacturers um, the Colorado Outdoor Project, which is a really big project in, in Montrose, is a new theme for our community. And so we're working hand in glove with those folks to see what, what we can do to help them. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to note that you know students who go to the Montrose campus are just like students who come 
to the main campus here in Grand Junction. You know, it's a bunch of different programs. It's students of all different ages. Can you kind of talk about maybe the benefits of that Montrose campus for the Montrose community and how sure. it is a little different than yeah. the main campus? Yeah, it's, um, I've taught it both, and so it's actually exactly the same. The experience that you get at the Montrose campus is the exact same experience that you get on the Grand Junction campus. One of the things that's really nice, and that includes the small classroom sizes. You know, mm-hmm. CMU Grand Junction also includes that. That's one of the things that we really pride ourselves in is that small ratio, which really gives that good experience. Um, but there's all kinds of opportunities at the Montrose campus, and a lot of people don't really know that those, they even exist, that we have all the way from summer programs, which are going on right now today, this week. There's summer programs from robotics and videography and all those things that the middle middle school and young high school students can be involved in. And we have the concurrent program that's available for high school students that are just finishing up their sophomore years. Then um, we also have the CTE programs that's available for students to actually come from the high schools and come onto campus, and those those classes are paid for for them. And the nice thing about those particular programs is, is that they come out of their program with a certificate that's an employable certificate. That's before they even get out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I taught a couple of those classes this past semester, and I had two students that got their certifications that could be for a help desk at a computer mm-hmm. facility or an IT department, um, and they haven't even gone into to their college experience yet. So the, the experience that we have in Montrose, it's, it's, it's a really uh, unique environment. We're not a residence uh, university. We're not a residence campus, uh, so we mostly have commuting um, but we have traditional students, we have non-traditional students, um, we have high school students, uh, we have nursing programs, we have a lot of people that are coming and going, and it's it's a very vibrant campus, um, and there's a lot of excitement that's going on there. Great. Well, I'm glad we have you on the show today to be able to talk about all of yeah. this. That's great. Well, you are listening to CMU Now on KAFM Community Affairs, and our second guest today is Montrose Campus Director Steve Methanine. Um So I'm sure you probably have gotten this question maybe a little bit of coming in as the new director and we have our new president-elect John Marshall coming in um, starting July 1 for CMU. But what are your plans for the Montrose campus or what are things that you think you all are doing really well right now? And what's maybe some things you'd like to change and adapt and and mold for the future? Yeah, I think that's a really good question, Um, particularly coming out of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know, um, one of the things that I was really proud of having been at CMU on the faculty side uh, for a long time, is the manner in which um, the CMU administration managed COVID mm-hmm. um, through some of the unique partnerships that they established and through pre- President-elect uh, Marshall's leadership and Amy's uh, leadership, uh, able to do some of the things that we were able to do to, to keep the students on campus. And that was such an important thing. My son's a student at another university and he was actually sent home after, you know, a, a quarantine and those kinds of things where we were able to largely keep students on campus. That was really um, something I think we could all be very, very proud of. Um, but, you know, the, the, the future is, is extremely bright. We're, we were growing very rapidly, you know, prior to the pandemic. Um, I recently attended the uh, Montrose High School graduation um, I had an invitation by one of the seniors because you don't just get to show up anymore to mm-hmm. graduations. But, and I kept some statistics. Um, and um, I thought it was interesting because of the 227 graduates coming out of Montrose High School, 
41 of those uh, graduates indicated that they were going to attend Colorado Mesa University. And I've since found that 21 of those were actually going to come to the Montrose campus. Mm -hmm. And so um, we're so excited about all the number of folks that are coming there. But what what can we do to grow? We have more. We have we have some expansion room. Uh, we have there's three buildings that make up the campus in in Montrose. We have a recreation facility that can be that can grow. There's a lot of people that are talking about what would it look like, you know, just you know thinking out loud. What would it look like if we actually were a residence campus? Mm-hmm. You know, would people come from farther along to go to our nursing program rather than having to go in that case, all the way to Grand Junction or whatever. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities to grow, and we have uh, put together a team of our local community to, to really ask those questions of ourselves, of what might it look like? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we're, we, we want to wait and hear what the strategic uh, development mm-hmm. is for President uh, Marshall and the new Board of Trustees, yep. uh, and we'll try to go in congruent with that. Okay. I think all of our listeners need to... If they're, if they're driving down the road or if they're at their house, wherever they are, this is big because if there are, if there's a high school senior from Montrose that, that our listeners know right now, they can actually go to college for, like, and get scholarship money, right? There's like a big fund that's sitting there waiting for Montrose high school seniors. There is. The, the Montrose Success Fund, which was uh, the city of Montrose and the county of Montrose, came together and said, how can we help? You know, and, and essentially we said, well, funding always is an issue for college students. Mm-hmm. And so we've developed this fund that's available then for any high school graduate from any of the Montrose County School District uh, schools can attend the university for free. And when, when parents hear the word free, that's always a really good uh, economic choice to, to uh, go. And there's still money available in those funds. We still have, there were people actually in the office this morning when I left to come down to, to, the, to the studio here. Um, there were two people that were signing up. So there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's still some openings, but there's a lot of people that are taking advantage of that. So we really encourage any high school student that's you know, decided, well, maybe I'm going to take a gap year or they just haven't decided. All they have to do is come down to the, to the campus or give us a call and we can get you set up through the funding cycle of that and so that your your college would be paid for uh, for this upcoming fall semester and what is that number do you have that off the top of your head if they did want to sure. call? sure they could call 970-249-7009 and caitlin you've been really um involved in this um, program getting you know high school students to, to stay in whether it's Grand Junction or Montrose and there also is there's scholarship money available for for students here in Grand Junction too right yeah so we do we have the Montrose Success Fund like we were just talking about and we also have um, the Grand Junction Opportunity Scholarship we've got um, I think an almost close to 10 scholarships for local Grand Junction students as well and again if they want to reach out to our foundation or the admissions office they can get information yeah. and I'd like to add that that includes the uh, the trade programs that mm-hmm. we have I think mm-hmm. a lot of people often forget that Colorado Mesa University has a division of called Western Colorado Community College, which it's a wholly owned division uh, by CMU, and that we offer welding and machining programs and nursing programs and all kinds of, of the trades that are also available, you know, in addition to the ones that are available in Grand Junction. But we also have a 
WCCC um, remote campus in Montrose. So many options. I mean, so it's, it's pretty It's pretty incredible when you really yeah. think about it. Yeah, so just stop by the Montrose campus <laughs> next time you're there and come see Steve, and, and we'll get you set up. So, Steve, thank you again for taking the time to make the drive over. We really appreciate you coming and talking to our KFM listeners. I appreciate you having me down. Yeah. Well, this segment airs on the second Tuesday of each month on KAFM Community Radio. You can also listen to a podcast of today's show at kafmradio.org. I'm your host, Caitlin Birdsall, along with my co-host, Kelsey Coleman, and we'll be back next next month for another edition of CMU Now on the Community Affairs Hour.